Good day, evening, afternoon, solstice, solace, siesta, fiesta, party, hearty, whatever y'all want to do today. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Double XL Freshman um, Chronicles, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, and before we start the episode, I'm just going to go straight into it. Y'all need to go and go to this link for this gear anime for all you anime nerds like us. Right before we started recording, Tal and I was over here just literally sending shoes to each other and just <laughs> get stuff from your favorite animes. I mean, everything. They got Bleach, Naruto, One Piece, Gurren Lagann, uh, Pokemon. They have some Pokemon ugly sweaters for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all feeling that. Oh, the, uh, hey, and, and the <laughs> old school anime fans, we got Full Metal Alchemist. We got freaking uh cowboy bebop you know like what roger said a minute ago we got bleach we got death note we got shut up phone uh we got we got tokyo ghoul sailor moon dude amazing amazing quality uh, you know i mean they they got freaking chuck taylor's but instead of the chuck taylor it's a uh, it's logo it's a pokemon ball bruh like <laughs> it, 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 some of these shoes are just amazingly done um, and if you guys do want uh, to check this out again, uh, gearanime.com, check it out. Uh, a lot of great stuff on there. There will and be a link. Just follow that link. Trust me. Yes, there will be a link in the description. Right. Gear, gearanime.com oh. forward slash movement radio. Yo, they got some Samurai Champ Blues? Yes. Yo, the red ones. Holy shit. Hold on a second here. And they got everything from, they got US size, and I think they start at six and a half and they go up to 14. So, you know what I'm saying? No excuses. Right. And they got men's and women's shoes, uh, ranging from US 7 uh, to uh, to 11. I mean, it's only usually just, about two weeks shipping. I mean, it's not yeah. even that bad. Two weeks shipping, and you can get, you can get some uh, fucking uh, Dragon Ball uh, Z sell uh, high tops. Like, bruh. And these things look freaking amazing. You can also get some uh, Air Force Ones and the style uh, Ryuk from Death Note. I'm saying. Yes. Or or you can get some L high tops, the black or oh, with the L just auto, you know, a, a, I'm saying. Oh, they got the lights with the red and black also. Yeah, they do. Let me see. What else? What other one we got? Let me see. They got some they, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. They got the cleanest set right now. That's all I'm saying. Yes, they do. I just, man, I just like these combinations. Don't think I won't rock these out in the club. When do you go everybody. to the club? I don't. Not anymore. <laughs> they also got some slides. Yo, some house shoes. All day. Oh, and the JoJo's got the one where one is the stand and one is the stand user. So you got Dio and the Worldo. You got JoJo and Star Platinum. These are awesome. You got some Josuke's. So we're hey. just going to spend this whole episode talking about GearAnime.com, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Forget about amazing. the class of 20, 2013. Hey, <laughs> hey, shout out to Gear Anime for real, though. <laughs> you know absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's get to uh, let's get to the, uh, uh, this before we continue on. Um, so the 2013 class is the one we are doing today. Uh, 2013 featured artists Absol, Trinidad James, Kurt Cobangs, uh, Dizzy Wright, Chief Keef, Angel Hayes, um, this is the one with Action Bronson, right? Yeah, yes. Action Bronson, Schoolboy Q, Joey Badass, Logic, Travis Scott, 
Uh, that was all of them, I believe. All 10? There was 11 this year. Oh, yeah, 11 because they added Chief Keef to it. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, um, no, I mean, it's. Some of these people are still around. Um, uh, what, Joey Badass Logic Travis Scott was until last year? Uh, I think Q. he's still around ish. <laughs> ish? Yeah. I think he's trying to do features right now to get back in good graces. Uh, Chief yeah. Keith is in jail, I believe. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get to him. Action right. Bronson is now a uh, cooking show host. <laughs> and he's lost a shit ton of weight. Yeah, yeah. He's still a big boy, but he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah. He kind of looks like Big K. I can see it. I can see it. All right. Well, who wants to take off? Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Well, me... No, I mean, no, that wasn't a diss. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, he kind of looked like Big K now. Well, hold on, let me... well, hell, let Big me... K used to be fat as shit, too. So. Damn, you call him Big K out like that? Yo. He knew he was fat. <laughs> What's he going to do? Drop a high 16 on me? What the fuck can he yeah. talk about? <laughs> Everything. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, let me get into this real quick. So. Um... I mean, if every year double X. Go I, I was gonna say, Big K wants to drop a hot sixteen about movement radio. Uh, please feel free. Uh, yeah, all day, every day, I, all day. I, I think you listen to the podcast. I'm not saying that there is some obscurity uh, in our analytics that say people from obscure places uh, listen. So, yeah, go ahead and drop that hot sixteen on us. I'll tell you what you're trying to say about this man. <laughs> On the next episode of An Evening With... Uh, <laughs> Yo, we got Big K on here. I'd be down with that. I'd be yeah. down with it, too. I, li- I Listen to him talk shit on A-Ward. Did That's you hear your that? Boy, though. That's your boy, though. I, 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 I love A-Ward, but at the same time... It, you you know, love this man? Dude, he won... I think A-Ward's up there. He's he at least top five right now, in my opinion. I know. Right A-Ward, A-Ward, A-Ward Geechee, Nitty. The, the, uh, the, okay, the, the one thing that's holding A Ward back right now is he's not on URL. That's true. Uh, unfortunately, you can be at all the other ones, but until you do the the major leagues, yeah. And well, I didn't mean, Nor didn't Norbs or Beasley said that he had to do a PG first? No, there's people that don't have to do. I mean, Pat State didn't have to do a PG. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the the deal is holding that back. Whether it's from uh, URL side or from Award side, but something's holding that back. And especially with them doing um, tag teams a lot here lately, like they, they he needs to to be in his man Loso's corner because Loso needs some help. <laughs> yeah, the dudes that they've been teaming him up with they're okay like they gel okay but they don't gel like uh loso and ward do so anyway uh moving on i'm sorry all right so let me get started on this so every year the double xl magazine forms a group of some of the uh biggest rising stars in hip-hop the is exclusivity and competitiveness of the freshman list makes appearing on cover extremely valuable to young new artists Although we've already said there's been some big name artists that refused it, so I don't know how true that 
sentiment is right there, but whatever. Um, the XXL 2013 freshman class is arguably one of the most impressive in recent years. Comprised some of the biggest names in hip-hop today with Joey Badass, Logic, Travis Scott, Schoolboy Q. Um, these freshmen certainly took advantage of the hype created by their appearance on the list. And as we have done with everyone so far, uh, obviously no 20, uh, 2008 because they didn't have one. Let's go ahead and jump into some of these um, artists. Uh, I'll go ahead and do the first one. All right. Okay. Starting with the first name on the list is Absol, who is a member of Top Dog, Top Dog Entertainment with Kendrick Lamar, who just dropped his last album on Top Dog, so he'll be leaving. Um, but yeah, Absol is part of the popular hip hop group Black Hippie with Schoolboy Q, J Rock, and Kendrick. Um, they've all done tons of features with each other, always on each other's songs, everything like that. But prior to the uh, freshman class of 2013, uh, Soul released two mixtapes and two albums, one of which, uh, Control System, received widespread acclaim and made Soul one of uh, Talk Dog Entertainment's most promising young talents. Where is he now? Following 2013, Absol released his third studio album, These Days, which was a step down from Control System in terms of critical acclaim. However, his most recent release, uh, Do What Thou Wilt, has been all has been well received by fans despite not having commercial success. Um, I'm pretty sure he put out something here more recently, though. Uh, I, I think it was just a uh, uh, like a single or something. Uh, he appeared on a song with Anderson Pack and James Blake called Bloody Waters on the uh, Black Panther album, but he hasn't actually put out any like studio albums since, since uh, yeah. Do What Thou Wilt. Yeah, he dropped a single, like you said, uh, about a month ago called Holland Days. Yeah. Um, and it's still on Top Dog, Inter- Top Dog Entertainment. Don't know if he's just not putting out music or if he's trying to get out of his contract like Kendrick did. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, do you guys, li- I mean, you guys have probably have heard him, but do you guys actually like actively listen to him? Like just... Uh, or is he just more like you'll put him on or it'll be a, on a playlist and you'll just let it ride it's it's more like he's on a playlist and I uh, just let it ride like I haven't specifically sought him out mm-hmm. uh, but what what I have heard from him I, I thought was okay Tyler? Yeah, I think he's okay. I mean, I, I don't listen to a lot of him. I've heard him, and I've and I, and I know who he is, but I don't actively seek him. Like, I think he's got some, you know, good bars. I think he's got some good lyrics, but you know, it, again, it, it, he's not one of those guys that I seek out. Um, I think, oh God, what was the name of the song? It was with uh, Lupe Fiasco. Oh, shit, what is it? Uh, let me go through. Let me look through this real quick. Uh, Lupe. Okay, World Runners. That was the song that I heard. It was Lu- him, Lupe, and uh, a girl named Nikki Jean that was off of the These Days album. Um, but that's really the only one. Like, it came up on one of my, uh, uh, when I was listening to Pandora, it came up on one of my, uh, it came up on one of the stations I listened to, whether it's uh, Kendrick's or Joyner Lucas's um, channel. But, yeah, I've, I've, I've had heard of him but again he isn't somebody that i seek out you know what i mean 
I, I, that's the same with me. Um, but no, when I have heard him, he has been really good. Um, and obviously he's going to feature a lot of, you know, the big names in hip hop. Cause I mean, of the group he's obviously with, right. um, no, he, he's not one we actively search, but we will appreciate for sure. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, we can move on to the next one. Who wants to take the next, uh, artist? <laughs> Uh, Go ahead, Chip. I, I, I will. Uh, so next up, we're going to talk about Trinidad James. Uh, so Trinidad James, known by most for his hit single, All Gold Everything, appeared on the 2013 list after releasing two popular mixtapes, Don't Be Safe and 10 PC Mild. Um, so if you're wondering where he is now, Trinidad, J- Trinidad James is one of the few people in this class who did not achieve the career growth usually brought on by an appearance on the freshman list. After losing his record deal with Def Jam, he has continued to release mixtapes independently and had a few high-profile features, most notably on the Work remix with ASAP Ferg, and then uh, in 2015, uh, I think it was, he released a single with Mystical and Little Dicky but he hasn't been able to resemble the buzz of 2013. Um, and according to his yeah. Wikipedia, he just comes out with a bunch of mixtapes. Yeah. Uh, the last mixtape he had was in 2020. Uh, and it was called black filter. Yeah. And he's come out with some singles for 2021. Uh, um, and yeah, that's uh, it. Get up, <laughs> get up with Lion Babe. Yeah, there was that one, and uh, well, that was a feature. He's on a feature of one yeah. called Don't Stop. So, yeah, yeah, he's not. Um, last time I saw him, he was on uh, Wild and Out randomly. Don't even know why. And that was like four years ago, so huh. yeah. I'll be honest with you. I've heard the name, but I've never heard any of his music. Yes, you have. Uh, you've probably heard All Gold Everything. Gold on have... my chain. Gold on my wrist. The one where he's just going down the street. Literally, that's all it is. It does not... I, 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 it doesn't ring a bell to me. You're not missing anything. The Pokemon remix who it was better. Yeah. I ain't even heard that to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I I don't I can't, I do I I know who he I know the name Trinidad James, but I've us. never listened to any of his music. And if I have, I didn't even know it was him. Uh, yeah, the one with him, him, the one with him and mystical him mystical and little Dicky. Uh, she a little thick. <laughs> yeah, just a little thick. She juicy. That one. It's fucking great. Yeah, uh, but it's I also Dickie like song. little Dicky so. I did too. I've always liked a little Dicky. Yeah. We're gonna talk about him in the next class or the class after, right? One of the two. Uh, uh yeah. Trent uh Trinidad James do look like a young uh Buster Rhymes though. Uh yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I see. Is that are you sending me that? Yeah, so you can Oh, okay. Take, take a quick listen and see if you actually heard it or not. Take a quick listen. Yeah, you don't really have to go far into it because if you don't know the beginning part, then you don't know the All song. Right. <laughs> All 
right, well, give me a second. Uh, let me see. Y'all keep, y'all keep talking, though. Well, I'm trying to find that Pokemon yeah. one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to see if I can. Fucking ads. Yay, those are the best, aren't they? Yay. And it's a one of two, you son of a bitch. Hey, they're only like five seconds long. Uh, God, there were so many parodies. Oh, yeah. There it is. This is probably the better version of it anyways. I might Uh, just run in the background for a little bit. I I will say, uh, Mystical looks funny ball-headed. It looks so weird. I don't. It's just, I don't expect that. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Pokemon one, the dude are doing it looks like a bootleg juvenile. He <laughs> 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 said a bootleg juvenile. He bootleg does. He's even got the camo shorts like uh, <laughs> juvenile hat. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Talent, you got it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next artist we're going to talk about is uh, Kirko Bangs. Kirko Bangs. Now, Kirko Bangs' career began with a string of successful singles, uh, those singles being What Your Name Is and Drank in My Cup. These songs gained more fame as they inspired remixes from such artists as J. Cole, 2 Chains, and Tyga. This string of hit songs land him a spot in the XXL's renowned freshman list. Where is he now? Well, Kurt Cobain's uh, announced his debut album, Bigger Than Me, as well as a mixtape to be released before his album soon after his XXL appearance. After being signed to Atlantic Records, Kurt Cobain's uh, was shelved before he was moved to Warner Music. The album, uh, the, the debut album, would never see the light of day. In 2016, he sparked a comeback, releasing in his EP "Play a Mate." He released several mixtapes as well. Shut up, phone. As, uh, as well, his latest being "Back Flossin" from early 2016. Yeah, uh, he's he's released actually two uh, mixtapes since then, uh, Progression Seventeen and Twenty Seventeen, and now that you hear in Twenty Twenty One. So yeah, Just, he's a mixtape king right now. Yeah, drinking my cup went platinum though. Yep. Yeah, that went platinum. I think I remember uh, what your name is. I remember that. Um. And then the remix featured Wale, Big Sean, and Bum B. It might be the remix that I heard. Probably. Probably. It might be the remix that I heard. Because I'm a fan of Wale and Bum B. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's me next. Uh, oh, well, Man, you guys. That, that quick, y'all ain't going to talk about him? Shit. <laughs> well, I don't listen to Kurt Cobain. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I I've heard a couple of songs, but it's again, it's not 
not something I'm seeking out. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I was gonna say this is one guy. I'm like, I've not really heard him. So. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, next... Kirko. <laughs> no, I mean, we don't know. Just... I mean, he didn't drop an album until like three years later. Well, I mean, he right. never really dropped an album. That's the thing. He did uh, two EPs, and uh, you're right. Like, yeah, he didn't like actually drop an album. Things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so next on the list is Oh Dizzy Wright, Dizzy, an, an actual an artist I actually have listened to. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember when I actually started listening to him. But um, Dizzy Wright started to garner attention after signing to a Hopson's independent label, Funk Volume, in 2012. Uh, his debut album under the label, Smoke Out Conversations, roasted number 42 on Billboard's top hip-hop and R&B albums. And he was soon voted onto the XXL 2013 freshman list. Since 2013, Dizzy Wright has been very busy. Having released crap ton of mixtapes, EPs, uh, an album, and torn with Logic, Dizzy Ray has taken advantage of the attention brought on by his XXL debut. He also had a recent falling out with Hopson, and Funk Volume is no longer with the label. That's yeah. pretty smart to actually be on a tour with somebody on the same like year as you did. XXL should probably do a XXL like freshman tour with all these people. They should. Yeah, but uh, what you're saying is he's released six studio albums, one collaborative album, ten mixtapes, six EPs, and 99 singles. Bruce said he yeah. got 99 singles and a bitch ain't one. Yeah, he's actually put out work. Um, yeah. I'm trying to see. The last year he actually put one out was an album was 2021. Uh, 2022 had a like remix kind of collaborative album Disneyland yeah yeah um, and then come through as a recent single uh, he put out a mixtape or what is that yeah a mixtape in 2020 uh, called Blaze With Us 2 uh, I'm trying to remember the song I heard by him god he has put out so much fucking music yeah the, he put out an EP in 2021 called Sliding and Gliding yep my screen there we go uh and uh, what the the last like studio album was in 2020 called My Hustle Unmatched. Well, you said Sliding Gladden was an EP. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, according yeah. to Wikipedia. It's only, it's yeah, it's, an EP. it's only eight, it's only eight songs and 22 minutes long. Yeah. Um. No, he he puts in work. This is a guy that's trying to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's got a good sound. It's not like I said. I heard, I've heard him. I don't seek him out, but he does play on some of my like recommended playlists on Spotify and stuff. So I'll, you know, yeah. I play, put him on. And he's on there. Yeah, yeah. I knew him from Funk Volume. Uh, <clears throat> he has. Uh, he's got the one song with God called uh, "God Bless America" with Big Crit and Tech Nine. Yeah, I remember that one. He's got. Uh, see, regardless with Lazy Bone and Don't Ever Forget with Crazy Bone. So he had Bone Thugs on the record. Or two of the four uh, on the record. Um, so, <clears throat> so I have uh, heard again. He's not one of those that I seek out. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought he, I thought he uh, definitely ha- uh, has some good shit out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, 
No, he dude, he's got some good music. Every time I hear his songs, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. But I, it's just he's good enough to like I listen to him, but not to the point where I'm like when I put him on a playlist because I just I don't always want to rock to that. It's kind of weird. It, it, it ain't it ain't like oh shit, it comes dizzy right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's one of those like I hear it and I'm like, oh man, I like that one. Maybe I should put that on a playlist. And then when I make a playlist, I'm like, yeah, that's not. I skip a song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He don't fit so, the he don't fit the mood for the playlist. Right. It's like, oh, what, what, what you got on your playlist? Uh see, I got some J. Cole. I got some Joyner Lucas. Let's see, I got some Benny the Butcher. I got some Lupe. I got some Kanye. I got some uh Dizzy Wright. I got some wait, wait, who, who do you have? <laughs> you ever heard that old expression? One of these things is not like the other. That's what it yep. is. Yep, unfortunately. But no, he, he, overall he's good. Uh, I know there may be some people that you know rock with him, because uh, our fan base is very vast. So yeah, he's right. a constant Absolutely. guy in hip hop right now. So I get y'all. Yep. Yeah. All right. All well, right let's so, move on to the next one. Yeah, yes. Fr- from there, we're gonna talk about Chief Keef. Uh, so Chief Keef is probably Keef. one of the most recognizable names in Chicago's <laughs> booming hip hop industry. Oh, shit here it goes uh, hold on real quick before we go on to this i know i just it just dawned on me but uh talent since you are listening to lupe a little bit more have you seen that he dropped a new album i did not no I he dropped a too. drill album he dropped a drill album yes what <laughs> my fucking with his recent album the drill album uh let me uh, see what it's called i don't know how to feel about that uh what let me see if i can find what the article i was reading earlier go ahead go ahead <laughs> go ahead uh, okay it's uh, called drill music and zion oh, <laughs> he dropped oh. the first single for it called auto Bado. auto Bado. all right yeah. <laughs> hold on hold on oh, hold on i can't believe i forgot to tell you guys about this a couple days ago <laughs> Is it a mixtape or is it an actual album? It's going to be an actual album. And it's drill music. It's called Drill Music in Zion. He dropped the first single, Auto Bottle, like two days ago. Okay. Okay, so it wasn't an actual album. It was just a a single off the album. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. I'm not sure I'm prepared uh, for for what's (laughs) For some Lupe drill. (laughs) No, 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 not that. What's fixing to happen? Uh, I'm going to start back over. We're going to talk about Chief Keef. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chief Keef is one of the most recognizable names in Chicago's booming hip hop industry. Sosa's come up is due to a string of popular mixtapes, beginning with Finally Rich. So if you didn't know, Chief Keef also goes by the name of Sosa. Yep. King Sosa. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, like, but Sammy we know Sosa. there's only one true king, Sosa. Ooh. Yes, gotta get that Sammy Sosa. The Sammy, you know, <laughs> no, what was his, what was his other name? Michael, Mickey, uh, Mickey, Mikey Sosa, Mikey. Mikey. Yes, are we talking about Alex Sosa, the fictitious drug lord from the 1983 movie Scarface? Fictitious, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>, true. <laughs> That's one the, that wasn't what Sammy Sosa was doing in that white face. Hey, it, it, <laughs> at least Chief Keith hasn't turned Neapolitan on us. 
Alejandro Sosa. Don't fuck that. me, Tony. Don't you ever uh, try to fuck me, Tony. I like how Sammy Sosa's the only guy to get away with black face, red face, and white face. That's true. He's a human one. rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> nah, he's not a human rainbow. He's a human tub of ice cream. He's Neapolitan, man. He's a Neapolitan. Um, so as a result, he became the face of Chicago's drill scene and has since worked with several high-profile artists such as Gucci Mane, Kanye West, Wiz Khalifa, and Rick Ross. So if you're Ross. yes. So if you're wondering where he is now, soon after his double XL appearance, Chief Keith was introduced as the newest member of 1017 Brick Squad Records. Additionally, he has released several popular mixtapes, such as the highly anticipated Bang Part 2. However, in early 2016, he announced that he was retiring to the shock of most of his fans. However, that retirement did not last long as Chief Keith went on to rele- release a new mixtape, 2017, on January 1st, 2017. Uh, and since then, he has, I think, released more. Uh, yeah, yes. uh, let me double check. Yes, he has. Uh, uh, in tw- uh, December 1st, 2017, he released Dedication. Uh, December 17th, 2021, he released Fornem. Uh, he also has dropped a shit ton of mixtapes. Yeah. Um, I mean, since 2017, he uh, he's dropped the well, shit. Um, Thought Breaker, The W, Cook Sosa, The Leak 4, The Leak 5, The Glow Files Part 1, Glow Files Part 2, Mansion Music, The Cozart, Back from the Dead, the Leak Six, the Leak Seven, Glotoven, Camp Glotip, or I'm sorry, Camp Glotiggy, the Leak Eight, the Glow Files Three and Four, uh, as well as the EPs uh, Octopussy, Trap Symphony, and Extra Glow. Yeah, he did that. Um... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Extra glow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't listen to his music. <laughs> nah, but I mean, he. I, I find it interesting the the hip hop feuds that he's had. Everybody. Um, well, it says in August of 2012, interview with Baltimore radio station 92Q Jams, um, Lupe Fiasco stated that Chief Keith scares him and described him as a hoodlum and a representative of Chicago's skyrocketing murder rate. A tweet from Chiefs Keith's account threatened uh, Fiasco after posting on February, on September 5th. Chief Keith claimed that his account had been hacked and that the tweet was not his. On September 13th of 2012, Lupe Fiasco released a video interview in which he made, where, in which he said he has made amends with Chief Keith. In November of 2014, the rap group Migos and Glow, and Glow Gang member Capo or Capo, or however it's pronounced, 
were involved in a physical altercation in a Chicago restaurant. Later, Chief Keep uploaded an image onto Instagram featuring the alleged stolen chain belonging to rapper uh, Quavo. Though this incident escalated the already existing tension between the two group members, the feud seamlessly has ended. Uh, Chief Keep was also involved in a feud with rapper Snitch Boy uh, in <laughs> May of 2018. Wait, hold on. That's a, that's a rapper name? No. No, it's Takashi69, but I had to go to him. I had to oh. snitch, snitch Boy, yeah. No, no, no. We call him Snitch9. Snitch yeah, it was like Takashi69. Or Snitch9. Yeah. This stemmed f- uh, from. Uh, Tato's domestic abuse and uh, relationship issues relating to rap, uh, fellow rapper Cuban Doll. She was in a relationship with Tato, but also friendly with uh, uh, Snitch Nine. Snitch Nine then dissed Chief Keef and rapper Little Reese on social media, posting a video of his anti romantic vacation to Hawaii with Cuban Doll on Instagram and driving up to Chief Keef's old neighborhood and taunting him. The fuck? Uh, Snitch9 also contacted Orion. That's a weird ass way to... How do do y'all pronounce... How how would y'all pronounce this? A-E-R-E-O-N. A-E-R-E-O-N. Arion? 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 Sure. Arion Clark known professionally as Slim Danger, the mother of one of Chief Keith's sons. Shut up. The number on, of one of Chief Keith's sons. Time out, time out. <laughs> did you say did you say my, my dude is named Slim Danger? This professionally gal. known as Slim Danger. This gal is known as Slim Danger. The mother of one oh, of Chief oh, Keith's shit. sons. Okay. Yeah, it's the baby mama. Yeah, the baby mama. The mother of one of Chief Keith's sons and recorded himself buying her designer clothes, verbally taunting Chief Keef and later receiving uh, fellatio from her. Okay. Damn. That, fucking savagery. I know, right? And for those of you who don't know, it means head. Uh, on May 8th of 2018, Trippy Red, another hip-hop guy. Yeah, he uh, is. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Preview the song I Kill People on uh, on Instagram featuring Chief Keith and Tado, which was aimed as a diss towards Snitch Nine and Cuban Doll. On June 2nd of 2018, Chief Keith was fired upon outside the W Hotel in New York City. He was not hit and there were no injuries from the incident. Due to the ongoing feud, Snitch Nine was confront was confirmed to be under investigation by the New York Police Department for possible involvement in the incident, despite being in Los Angeles at the time. In February of 2019, Snitch Nine pleaded guilty to ordering the shooting of Chief Keith. He Damn. had offered his he had offered Wow, he admitted to something? Fuck. What's the niggas told on themselves? <laughs> He's snitching on everybody, yeah. including himself. Yeah, he didn't told on everybody else. He ain't got nobody else to tell tell on but himself. Right. He had offered his associate, uh, Kenty McKenzie, a.k.a. Uh, Cuda B, uh, $20,000. <laughs> Do you say Cuda or Cooter? K-O-O-D-A, Cuda. Okay, I just said Cooter B. Uh, that's what, what? I, I thought he said Cooter B, and I was like, hold, hold on, hold on. Now. Is, that, is that the cousin of Little B? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Anyway... He offered. He had offered his associate Kuda B twenty thousand dollars to shoot at at uh uh Kazart, uh which I'm guessing is Chief Keith's 
uh, government name. Yeah, yeah, Kozar. Um, yeah, uh, Snitch Nine was later found to be an informant for the United States government, helping to lock up Kuda B and his manager, Kafano Jordan, aka Shotty. So there you go. Uh, he got himself into a whole lot of bull. Man, one thing I do I do find funny (laughs) is is Chief Keith is also known as the Black Justin Bieber. My thing is, my thing is, is like Chief Keith would let this man snitch on get away with having his baby mama. Make a video with six nine and not die on the streets immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to show you what happened. true hood is. Yep, that happened. That happened. Okay, uh, whose turn is it? Three is mine. Uh, Unless y'all got something yes. else y'all want to talk about, Chief Keep about? No, it's no. you. <laughs> no, you other, than, other than he's known as the. Uh, the black uh Justin Bieber is the that black Sammy Sosa? Oh. Well, <laughs> it, it did say it did say he got his name not from Sammy Sosa but from Alejandro Sosa from the Scarface movie. Yeah, the quote unquote made up sofa Sosa, yeah, which we yeah. know was actually Sammy Sosa in character. Yeah, that's I right. wanna tell you one time, don't fuck me, Tony. Don't you ever try to fuck me? And then he didn't, but he thought he did, so he sent all of his people to uh, Tony's mansion. That's where you get, you know, one of the classic, most classic lines in all of Semina. Semina? Semina. What the fuck am I trying to say? Where he goes, say hello to my little friend. Boom. And he just shoots the door, man, just killing everybody. And then that one guy just walking behind very, very slowly while he's talking all that shit. Okay, <laughs> first of all, can we talk about that guy that snuck up on him? He climbed up a fucking rope with a shotgun in his hand. That's the guy I'm talking about. <laughs> Scaled up a building with a shotgun in one hand up a rope. <laughs> yep, that happened. It happened, man. Like, again, I can tell why that dude's the main assassin. That motherfucker doing real assassin shit. I can climb up a wall one-handed while holding a shotgun and not get, give myself away. Motherfucker look like Brian Bosworth trying to be the Terminator. thought was funny let's move on so the next one we're going to talk about is angel hayes now angel hayes begun her musical career in 2009 with her mixtape new moon and continued releasing mixtapes throughout 2012 with her critically acclaimed tape reservation so where is she now well angel hayes has not done very much since 2013 having released only one album, Dirty Gold, which, despite its positive reviews, saw extremely low commercial success due to being leaked several months before its scheduled release. Don't you hate that shit? Um, According to this, she did release another album in 2015 called Back to the Woods. Yep. Uh, and Most recently, she dropped an EP called Girl with the Gun. She's dropped a few singles too. Yeah. In 2021, 2020, she dropped yeah. one. Uh, Angel Hayes is actually really good. I, um, I honestly don't know that I have ever heard her. Me neither. This may be um, one she's of the really ones good. That I haven't heard. I, I remember first seeing her on the BET Cypher and she killed it. 
Uh, actually, which, I which, probably which... did the the 2013 uh, XXL Freshman Cipher. I I, I I probably did hear that. Was it the 2013 BET Cipher that you said you 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 said you heard it on? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I'm about to send it because I already found it. Okay. Did they have a cipher? Tw- the fuck was that? Hang on, be back in a second. <laughs> the hell just happened, bro? Bro, all I heard, all I heard was clang, 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 clang. What the fuck was that? What the fuck? I'll be right back. Oh, I mean, I hope it's okay. But yeah, like... I know. <laughs> oh, oh man. Shit. All right, um, we're back from that little quick break, but uh, Sorry. oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, you're gone. Uh, I had to pop the audible on. You know what I'm saying? Audible. dot com forward slash move radio. You know what I mean? Um, I actually found uh more comics on there, so that's what I've been getting into again. Oh, comic books. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I just, I just got. To, I'm just into this comic book phase again just getting right back into it there's so much stuff just changing and I had to go back on and read some of the stuff like I've got the secret well they announced the secret invasion storyline for the Marvel comic uh, the MCU yeah. I've got secret wars but I need to get the rest of the stuff and I was like I gotta I gotta get all these outlier and then I looked up all the outliers and I tried to get as much as I could on audible and stuff I mean it's just you know what I'm saying? It's great. But, you know, I mean, there's podcasts on there like us. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yes. Uh, books you can listen to, like um, <clears throat> Storyteller by, shit, my mind just went blank. Um, David Grohl, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, Will by Will Smith. Uh, those are all narrated by the Arthur. Uh, I find that those are some of the better audiobooks to listen to when the author is the one narrating them because then you get how they were thinking in that moment yeah for sure right and um you know like i said we talked about podcasts just a second ago um they got a lot of cool podcasts that's available uh there's a podcast that uh i heard recently called uh can't make this shit up it's a true crime uh podcast and uh, it's got a lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool episodes on it and stuff. Um, it's basically it's the, it's a dynamic and lively true crime podcast hosted by an experienced traffic homicide detective and an amateur true crime enthusiast. And it's basically it's a father it's a father daughter duo as they discuss their favorite true crime cases with a touch of humorous lightheartedness and a uh you know good good it's good expertise good back and forth conversation uh i'd recommend it to anybody i think it's a pretty cool podcast to listen to especially if you're a fan of true crime and stuff like that it's a it's a cool pretty cool show i i listen to them uh i actually started listening to them i think yesterday or the day before uh and i'm already on like the third episode so yeah it's pretty cool shit all right. No, that's, that's interesting. I gotta definitely put that on the. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's called "Can't Make This Shit Up," a true crime podcast. Um, there is a podcast on there, Chip. That I think you'd probably 
uh, like to listen to. It's called uh, Read His Comic Before You Die. Okay. Um, and it does talk about uh, my favorite comic series, uh, Fables on the Vertigo series. Uh, oh, I have seen that series and I, I, I've been wanting to to check it out. That's legit my favorite like comic series out of any like literally any other one more than spider-man more than x-men more than batman more than thor's all the crazy stuff like that that they're just it's probably my favorite one out of all of them it's just so because it's old gritty noir style yes with fairy tales so it just makes it so much better because i love you know mysteries and just cool to like learn about all these other fables from because it's all the fables from like all around the world from like every country and like all the old stuff so it's just really cool stuff and it's uh just very gritty and it's so surreal um nice yeah i used to have the actual freaking like first run of it then i got it on audible okay okay uh, so if you're looking for a 30-day free trial of Audible, go to uh, audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio. There will be a link in the description. So, just, you know, click it, guys. Free Absolutely. book. Yep. Free book, free podcast. Listen to it. It's, it's great shit. It really is. Again, it is free. Very, very free. Huh. According to uh, WrestlingNews.co, WWE has removed all Sasha Banks and Naomi merchandise for the foreseeable future. It's oh, a, hey, 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 guess what? It's a work. You think work. it's a work? You think so? Is it a work? It's a work. Is it? It's a work. Isn't everything at work until it's a shoot? That's right. What, what's the saying? Don't work yourself into a Don't shoot. Don't work yourself into a shoot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Die so a hero we... or leave yourself long enough to become a villain. Yeah. But villains are the ones we support more. That's We're right. technically villains in wrestling, so. I don't know, Talon, are you, are you still a heel? Uh, no. No, not right no. now. Oh. I will when I go back. I will when I go. I will. Uh, I will be when I go back to Chatsworth. Good. Come back to the dark side. <laughs> well, I mean, depend. Every. I mean, depend on depending on your perspective. You know, <laughs> any 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 side could be the dark side depending on your perspective. Yeah, that's why Daniel Bryan was a heel when he was just wanted to tell us to save the planet. Yep. I like that he took never- the. Uh, a heel will never admit he's doing anything wrong. I just like how he took CJ Parker's gimmick from NXT and used it to literally make a cool title and then become the biggest heel in WWE. Yeah, yep. well, I think Ju- I think Juice is holding his own right now. He didn't he just win the uh, the US, uh, US uh, New Japan Championship? Yeah, yeah he, joined, he joined Bullet Club. He, yeah. He joined Bullet Club? Oh, shit. I didn't yeah. know he joined Bullet Club. I knew he won the title. I just didn't know he joined Bullet Club. That's crazy. My thing is, can we stop having guys turn heel by just joining the Bullet Club and make them actually do something else now? Well, it's like, it's, it, 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 hell, it ain't no different than people joining the NWO turning heel back then. I mean, that's exactly what it is. That's what the gimmick is from. That's what I'm saying. There ain't no difference. Yeah, that got born really quickly and ruined, literally ruined that company, so... 
I think there was a couple more things that ruined that company besides Hulk the expansion Hogan, of right. the NWO. Yeah. Got to get out of that money. Make it and more Hogan, than you big, bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. As far as I'm concerned, bro, you ain't the champion. Dude, we ought to do a top 10 uh, most memorable shoot promos. That'd be a great episode to do. But anyway. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Wouldn't it just be like Scott Steiner for the most part? <laughs> as long as he don't do math, it's... <laughs> uh, he's, he's got the Beth math. He got the what math? <laughs> he's got the Beth. The Beth math? Beth math. <laughs> All right, let's go on <laughs> to... Uh... You making Finish my brain enough. hurt now? <laughs> yeah. Who, who is, is it? My who turn. Up next. It's, uh, it's your turn. It's your I turn. Think so. He got Schoolboy Q. Here yep. Go. Next on the list, LA rapper Schoolboy Q. Um, he gained major recognition in 2011 with his album Setbacks. Um, before deciding to give away the album for free, Setbacks sold enough copies to reach the top 100 on Billboard 200 list in the U.S. Um, Schoolboy continued to build on excesses with his 2012 release Habits and Contradictions. And these two releases received incredible critical acclaim and submitted displays on the Double XL 2013 freshman cover. Uh, following Double XL appearances, Schoolboy Q began to roll out for his major label, label debut, Oxymoron. Um, the album's lead single, Color Green, featured Kendrick Lamar. Um, studio featured Miguel, and Man of the Year propelled Schoolboy Q into mainstream hip hop as one of the one of the top dog entertainment's leading artists. Um, and at the beginning of 2016, it was announced that Schoolboy Q's album Blank Faced LP would be released in the summer, uh, led by the singles Groovy Tony and That Part featuring Kanye West. Black Faced LP received widespread critical acclaim, however, was unable to match the commercial success of his 2014 Oxymoron. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I probably heard more from Blank Faced than I ever did from Oxymoron. First album I heard was Oxymoron. I remember, I remember the song that he did with uh, Kendrick Collard Greens. I remember that. Um, I remember the one that he did with. Uh, it was called the Purge. That's one thing that, that when I seen it, I was like, "Ooh, I wonder if that song's any good." Um, it was. Uh, it was him featuring Tyler the Creator and Corrupt. And Tyler, I found out just now, Tyler the Creator actually uh, was the producer for that song. Um, you know, and he had you know, Man of the Year was a good song. Uh, what they want featuring two change was a good song um you know uh that's what i remember from that record um i i've listened to a few songs on blank face and i haven't heard i ha, i haven't heard anything from crash talk i haven't heard that album yet yeah his, his third album from 2019 um he did yeah. release a song a month ago called soccer dad yeah soccer dad hmm, i might have to look that in look into that but no, I think I heard more from uh, Blank Face than I did Oxymoron, though. Obviously, uh, that part, I did hear Groovy Tony, because of Jay Kiss on it. Right. Uh, let's see, what else was it? Uh, Dope Dealer was E40. Uh, Big Body with Dog Pound. And Blank Face with Innocent Pack. And I think that might have been it. Overtime with Miguel on it. Um, I think those are the ones that I heard for the most part. Yeah. Chip? Yeah, I think 
again i think most of what i heard was was from blank face uh i can't really think of anything off of um his follow-up album uh crash talk that i remember uh, uh actually i'm sorry um I, I do remember Dangerous because uh, I actually sought that out because Kid Cuddy's on that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, th- I thought it was pretty good. But I like Kid Cuddy, so. Yeah. I mean, we all do. <laughs> yeah. I need to show you, I need to send you guys that TED Talk that he did uh, back in his old, I think, like middle school or something like that. Okay. It was pretty cool. It was, it's like only like forty-five to an hour. It's not that long, um, but it's really cool. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But uh, go let's ahead. Move, next one. Yeah, let's move on from Schoolboy Q to uh, the next one. Go ahead, Chip. Uh, next up, we're gonna talk about Joey Badass. Um. So after creating some buzz for himself with the song "Survival Tactics," featuring fellow Pro Era member Capital Steets or capital steez uh joey badass released his breakout mixtape 1999 the mixtape which resembles the style of new york hip-hop legends that inspired him made joey one of the most promising up-and-comers at the time 1999 received remarkable acclaim appearing on complex magazine's best albums of 2012 list at number 38 and was awarded best mixtape of 2012 by hip hop dx so if you're wondering where he is now uh in 2014 uh joey released his debut album before bass uh the album retained some of the 90s hip-hop revival sound he became known for and was notably more popular than his mixtapes the album received generally positive reviews and debuted at number five on the Billboard 200. In 2016, Joey released a new single called Devastated and then appeared on USA Network's Mr. Robot. Uh, And he announced a new album set to be released in 2017, uh, which was... uh, it, It did release on April 7th called all-american badass uh and then in 2022 he released um the album 2000 yeah um i think my first introduction to joy badass was that bt cypher um i sent you guys um oh and i'm sorry the the album 2000 actually hasn't been released yet it's scheduled to be released june 17th so just here in a couple of weeks okay um uh and then he did release an ep in 2020 called the light pack hmm um, I, I probably gotta listen to it. No, he's on like he's on one of my Spotify uh, recommended playlist. Um, I'm, obviously, I love New York hip hop. Yeah. Um, he's got a really good style. He does remind me of I don't want to say '90s 
uh, New York hip hop, more of like that transitional 2000, uh, like 2005 ish, where it was coming out of that uh, Biggie style to more, I wanted to say like more of the smooth style. So he, he's able to flow really well overall. Um, I do like some of his stuff. He's a really good one. Um, not one I seek out in general, uh, but no, obviously I do let him play. He's like on four or five of my recommendations every single week. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, he's on some of my recommended playlists. So you know when I listen through, it I don't skip over him. So yeah, but it's also like I haven't sought any of his his work out. Maybe I should because I mean I do like that that era of hip hop that you know they're describing and what you described that um you know late 90s to 2050 or 2005 ish era yeah um i'm trying to think he has the the ep summer nights i think might have been the one i actually like first listened to when i heard him i just put on um he's got collie buds on it yeah He's got uh, uh, just a few other people, uh, Chuck Chuck Strangers, Isagol, Michi Jarko. It's only like it's only seven songs. Uh, it's pretty nice to listen through. Okay, uh, I need to check out this song, uh, "Legendary" featuring J Cole. Uh, which uh, one is that one off? It's uh, it's off of the uh, All American Badass album. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Um, that one I think was the one that like here recently has really set him like up there again. Um, but he does have Schoolboy Q on stuff, uh, Styles P, J Cole, like you said. Right. Um, so I mean, he's he's still he's still doing it. Um, I'm trying to see what this is. Oh, this is like collab album. Okay. And then he just had a, a single released about a month ago called uh, Head High. Yeah, I think that's off of his uh, 2000 album that's uh, supposedly scheduled out. to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to see what this is. No, he's he's done some stuff here. There was people I like. So uh, he's got some good singles too. He did do a Spotify session, so I'm trying to see one, two, three, four. It is only five songs. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I again, you know. I haven't sought any of his music out, but yeah, no, I uh, you. it's also one of those, like, I'm not gonna skip it. So mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I mean, I don't know much about Joey Badass, but I will, you know, listen to, um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll seek out a few songs if I know another artist or something, but, yeah, he he's not one of those that I seek out, right? Yeah, but I'll listen. I'll give it a listen. We got you. Um, next, 
I think it's you next. Yep. And we have, we are going to be discussing Logic. Logic's rise really began in 2011 when he released the first of three Young Sinatra mixtapes. This series of mixtapes built Logic a large fan base who admired his fast flow and incredible liter- lyrical ability. So where is he now? Well, since Logic's appearance on the XXL 13 freshman list, he has released two albums and a mixtape. His first un- uh, album, Under Pressure, detailed his life growing up in Maryland and was met with widespread critical acclaim. His follow-up album, The Incredible True Story, is a concept album set to set in the distant future and maintains his signature lyricism and storytelling. Since the release of his sophomore album, Logic has released a mixtape titled Bobby Tarantino and teased a third album named Af- Africa Ryan. Africa Africa Ryan. However the hell that's pronounced. Um, um, so since uh, The Incredible True Story, he dropped uh, the album Everybody the album YS4 also known as Young Sinatra 4 uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind No Pressure and he is scheduled to release another album this year uh, actually the same day as Joey's Badass's next album is to be dropped on June 17th 2022 um, and then uh, Logic has also dropped a soundtrack uh, to the uh <clears throat> movie supermarket i don't know that i've seen that movie uh and then you know several mixtapes there's uh young broken infamous the young sinatra series bobby tarantino one and two uh planetary destruction uh and bobby tarantino three which just came out uh in july of 2021 so right. i guess he's not uh i guess he's going back into hip-hop and not streaming as much yeah, yeah, he's still like, he's still got the Twitch um, contract, but mostly what he does on there is he just plays beats, makes beats on online, uh, and then he uses. Oh, so those he's trying beats. to take T Pain's heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they all work well together. Maybe I don't know, um, but I really didn't hear anything about Logic until 2019, like. I, I never knew of the Young Sinatra stuff or, or anything like that. Like I didn't hear Logic until like late 2019. Uh, is when the first and the first song I heard by him. Uh, actually, no, scratch that. I actually heard. Hold on, when did me let me look this up. When uh, you talking about the one eight hundred song? No, yeah, yeah, that one. Um, yeah, that was 2017. What, well, that was 2017. So that was the every that was uh every, that was on everybody, correct? Correct. Okay, yeah, so that, I guess, okay, so that was the first time I heard him. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he did a song with uh, Black Thought, Chuck D. Uh, wow. He's Killer got a, Mike. He's got a song with Eminem. He got a song with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's not bad. Um, no, 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 I'm, I, no, I like Logic. I just, I didn't, like, I knew he had the Suicide song. Uh, or the song about about you know mental health and suicide and stuff like that, and I knew he had the song with Eminem, Homicide. I knew yep. about that song. Um, he uh, what's the what's the name of that song? Have, have you heard that one, Roger? What? Um, Homicide Log- featuring Eminem. I've not heard anything with Logic. Mm. I'm gonna send that to you. Yeah, I, I like it. 
I think you might yeah. like it. He got he's got a song called uh, his song Keanu Reeves is really good. Still balling with Wiz Khalifa was pretty good. Um, Clickbait was another good one that I that I that I fucked with on that album. Um, no pressure was it was it was okay, but it was more of a it, it was it, it was a, it was a six studio album, but it was weird because it had no features on it. So I was like, I mean, you don't have to have features. No, but I'm saying like he had features on other albums and stuff. And this one was like the first one that he really didn't have a feature aside. Cause I mean, cause you go back and you look at, uh, let me go back. Uh, his first album was, was under pressure was his first album, you know, and he had, okay. So he had no features on his first album then. Okay. Yeah, he didn't start getting features, but the features that he did have are, you know, because then you look towards the album Everybody and no, Bobby Tarantino too, no, Young Sinatra. That's what it was. He he had the song Wu Tang Forever that had uh, Ghostface, uh, Rekwon, uh, Rizza, Jizza, Respect the Deck, uh, Capadonna, Potluck, Scotty, uh, Waddy. Uh, you God Method Man, so it was just <laughs> it was everybody pretty much. Um, the Rizza, the Jizza, respect the deck. You got goes for you. Yeah, the Wu Tang is good. All right, we ready to move on to the next person on the list. Yep, let's do it. Uh, oh yep. Yeah. Coming up next on the list, we have old Travis Scott, a rapper producer from Houston, known for his dark, spacey beats and melodic vocals. Travis began to garner attention with his 2013 mixtape Al Faro, uh, inspiring interest from hip hop icons like Kanye West. Travis found his way into the double XL 2013 freshman class. Uh, following his double XL appearance, Travis uh, released his most popular and well regarded project at the time, Days Before Rodeo. Am I? Uh, this tape had an impressive list feature, impressive list of features, including Young Thug, Big Sean, Migos, and established the sound that Travis would become known for. He wanted to release two studio albums, Rodeo and Birds. Uh, in the trap, sing McKnight. That's a weird name for a title. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, which were both well received among fans and critics. Only a few months after the latest album, Travis has started to build hype for his forthcoming uh, project, Astro World. And um, well, <laughs> we know how Astro World went. Yep. That uh, yeah. That released in 2018, and there's it's been a. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. As I was say, um, probably his his best selling album to date. Um, but there's a it's ton different. of controversy around this album due to a uh, a concert. Unfortunate that, accident. Yeah. Uh, Astro World Festival. Yeah, the crowd crush mm-hmm. killed ten people. Um, now. Uh, 
he is working on a um an upcoming album uh called utopia uh there is no release date on it yet um but um the one thing i didn't know until just now is um Travis Scott is signed to Grand Hustle Records, which is owned by T.I. Right. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, not till just now. Um, now, since the Astroworld album dropped, he um, he released a uh, collaborative album called Jack Boys, featuring Jack Boys, of course. Um, and then he is actually... Um, has another collaborative album in in the works uh called the scots and it'll be him and kid cuddy okay hmm yeah so i don't think he dropped a couple of singles in 2019 he Uh, does have a diamond single also mm mm-hmm with Drake, sickle mode. Yep. Um. So, uh, see, in 2020, he dropped a song um, called "The Scots," uh, featuring Kid Cudi. Um, a song called "Taken" with Rosalia. A song called "The Plan," um, franchise featuring uh, Young Thug and M.I.A. Uh, Goosebumps remix in 2021, uh, Durag activity in 2021, Escape Plan and Mafia. Uh, and then he was a uh, featured artist most recently on um, uh, who is this? Uh, oh, uh, on uh, Future's latest album uh, on a song called Hold That Heat. It's uh, Future and Travis Scott. Yep. So, Unfortunately, he's going to be around for a while because of how popular he got immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and people yeah. use him for a lot of things, whether it be production or feature. Yeah, and he's only 31 years old. So, I mean, he's got he's, he's got a long time in the game. Uh, married, uh, not not married, um, but he's uh, with uh, Kylie Jenner. They have two kids together. I was like, he's impregnated her, so he's guaranteed yeah, money for tw- life. Twice, yeah, twice. So they got two kids now. Um, let's just let's just hope. He so are you saying the astral world? Are you saying the astral world incident was a Jenner curse? Uh, I mean, yeah, part of the Kardashian <laughs> curse. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. said it. Yeah, Kardashian you said it. Curse. <laughs> yeah. Hey, for look. those of you who don't. For those of you, hey, look what <laughs> them Kardashians be killing, or, or not killing, they be uh, cursing everybody. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what we are referring to, obviously, if you're listening to this and you obviously know what we're talking about, but, but for those of you who don't, on November 5th of 2021, at least 10 people died and hundreds were injured in a crowd crush moving towards the stage during Travis Scott's performance at the Astro World Festival at NRG Park in his hometown of Houston, Texas. 
On the on the first night, a, the, a crowd crush occurred, resulting in the death of at least nine people and the cancellation of the second night of the festival. In video footage of the incident, Scott is seen doing the following, continuing to perform despite chants from the crowd pleading for him to stop, observing at least one audience member had been hurt, then ordering security for a brief moment to, to say, help, jump in real quick, keep going, only to continue the rest of the show for the following hour encouraging people to get wild and go crazy despite an ambulance passing through the crowd that was pulling out lifeless bodies the victims uh, killed ranged from ages 9 to 27 in the aftermath of the crush news outlets highlighted scott's history of dangerous uh, disregard for audience safety rolling stone uh, featured a statement from a fan who had been paralyzed during a 2017 show uh, the New York Times took note of Scott's 2015 guilty plea for reckless endangerment after he encouraged fans to climb security barricades. Uh, a Los Angeles Times article contains analysis by safety experts arguing that the, that the deaths were preventable. Among other points of criticism was the fact that Scott held his performance in 2015 when an audience member stole his shoe ordering the crowd to beat up the person responsible. Shortly thereafter, a lawsuit was announced by the concert goers. It was it was started by uh, Chris, uh, Christian Pardres, who filed a one who filed for one million dollars due to the injuries he suffered at the concert. Wow, that's crazy. I'm just wondering why you're taking a nine-year-old to a concert like that. I mean, I've seen kids at concerts, but not like in the pit. <laughs> I mean, but should kids be going to concerts like that though? That you was going to? The Astro World, probably. Not. No, that you were going to. Oh, that I was going to? Yeah. Hell no. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey Malachi, jump in the pit. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yes, that's Maria Brink from In This Moment, son. Yes, I know. <laughs> but anyway. All right, let's move on did from you, uh well, I was just gonna say, do you got did you guys hear the uh conspiracy theories surrounding the whole the whole Astro World thing? Nope. No. The conspiracy theories that Travis Scott sold his soul to the devil. And the nine people that died were the sacrifice, was a a satanic sacrifice or something like that. Why why would they wait till eight years into nine years into his career to do that? He was already he already had a diamond album. (laughs) I mean, not a diamond album, diamond song. Man has tons of money with a Kardashian. Right. I'm just saying what the theory is. I mean, don't don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying that theory is kind of like if you would have said that in like 2013, then yeah, but like 2022 when this man's already made so much money and yeah. so much hits and stuff, like that doesn't make like they're really just stretching nowadays. Because remember back in the day when conspiracy theories actually made sense? Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays it's just people saying something and it catching on online. Like the earth flat. Come on. Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. You don't even fucking believe that. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe birds are real. You're an idiot. <laughs> Let's move on. Dinosaurs had feathers. Well, that one I do believe. 
I don't. That's disgusting. I'd fight any paleontologist for that. You don't think a raptor had, dude? They said a raptor was very, was more equivalent to a damn turkey than it was anything else. So we just disrespecting fucking raptors like that. All right. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I don't believe that. Hey, I'm just saying. Y'all I spent all day watching dinosaurs. Seen, I was just say, y'all motherfuckers ain't never seen Jurassic World because they damn sure ain't got no feathers and they be fucking shit up. So one thing that I always thought was weird about the Jurassic park movies the original trilogy is how they just let pterodactyls just fucking roam free and i'm glad in jurassic uh world this was with a dom- dominion domination what's it no, called that one's not out yet dominion that's what i'm saying the next one mm-hmm. they actually are referring to like the dinosaurs being out in the real world and how fucking dangerous pterodactyls are right build a they're net gi- they're giant fucking <laughs> birds of death exactly they're like Ten feet long, ten feet more tall. More than that. More than that. <laughs> there's, there's actually a new, um, a, a new five part docu series uh, coming to Apple, Apple TV Plus. Um, uh, it's called um, Prehistoric. Planet. If I did it by OJ. Oh no. No. Um, it's so called prehistoric, pre- planet. Prehistoric, prehistoric planet and it looks really good uh, it's actually um, by John Favreau oh John Favreau yeah whatever whatever the his name is say? John Favreau who the director of Elf and Iron Man Happy <laughs> yeah Happy oh, from the okay. MCU okay who would have thought the director of Elf would have made the MCU mm-hmm well, uh, you know, he also made uh, the Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and is overseeing all future uh, Star Wars stuff. Is he yeah. doing the is he doing the Obi Wan series? Yeah, he's an executive he's like he's like that. the creative director stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, he's in a lot of stuff actually. He's in a lot of other movies that I really like too. Um, in general. Oh yeah. He's just just a. He's, it's funny because I think he did either he did a like a seminar or a book or something called Bad Actor Great Director and just talked about how he he calls himself not a really good actor but he but that helped him become such a great director because he knew how to fix bad acting issues I guess it's really interesting yeah but all right, let's uh let's finish this up. I think you have the last one, don't you? Yeah, I do. Chip's got the last one. Uh, so next up, we're going to talk about Action Bronson. Uh, he's a New York Action Jackson. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Action Bronson is a New York native and professional chef. Uh, he is most popular for his mixtapes Blue Chips, Blue Chips Two, and Rare Chandeliers. Uh, the unique pr- production <laughs> in emphatic vocals and clever wordplay distinguished Bronson from his peers and landed him a spot on Double XL. So if you're wondering where he is now, um, he hasn't been as musically active as some of his fellow freshmen since 2013, although I would disagree with that statement, and I'll explain why. Uh, He, uh, since his freshman appearance, he has only released one project 
called Mr. Wonderful, which saw mixed reviews, and besides a handful of features, he has remained relatively silent. However, he has created a show on Vice called Fuck That's Delicious. Fuck That's Delicious. Yes. Uh, (laughs) This year, he's supposed to release a cookbook under the same title, Fuck That's Delicious. I thought Um, he had a second cooking show. Well, so, uh, after Mr. Wonderful, he's released Blue Chip 7000, White Bronco. OJ. (laughs) Yep. Hold on. (laughs) Only for the Dolphins. (laughs) Cocodrillo Turbo. That's not a word. Bro, C-O-C-O-D-R-I-L-L-O. Cocodrillo Turbo. No, I'm saying like, yeah, I, I know it's is that's what it says, but they, they, this man is literally just saying things. Yeah, uh, I, I want him to use that in a sentence. I mean, I and country Trump. of origin. Um, I want the full definition. Does it have a different enunciation? <laughs> yeah, I want that full fucking definition. I want the spelling bee pronunciation. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and he's released uh, an EP with the Alchemist uh, called lamb over rice why has all his shit got to do with food because he's a fat boy fat ass well he used to be no he's still big um he's not as big right uh yeah so um he he actually hosts a uh talk slash variety show called the untitled action bronson show uh then he's got the uh Fuck that's delicious on Vice, uh, and yeah, that's it. Uh, there's not another cooking show. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, according to this, it says in the mid twenty in uh, in mid twenty twenty, uh, prompted by uh, by having reached a body weight of four hundred pounds, and having a. Uh, myriad of assorted health problems as well as the birth of his son in November of 2019 Bronson uh, began a regimen of healthier eating as well as boxing and high intense interval training or HIIT training as of December 2020 he has lost 127 pounds he has taken up Brazilian Jiu Jitsu also so he's doing what he can to you know maintain you know try you know which I mean you have a kid that's a damn good reason to, you know, get your shit together. You know? mm-hmm. Sure was for me. Yep. I think and it was, he was for also, all of us. Yeah. And he main and uh his influences were Cool G Rap, Nas, Cameron, Rob uh Mob Deep, UGK, and Wu Tang Clan, as well as other Guy Fury. <laughs> Bobby <other> Flay. <laughs> you done? Okay. I, mean, I can eat more uh, shows. Yeah. Uh, other artists include Michael Jackson, Carlos Santana, and uh, Queen. <clears throat> hey, if you ain't naming Yang Ken Cook as as a chef to be inspired by, you ain't inspired by nobody. Chef Boyardee. <laughs> <laughs> He's always there for for me during the hardest times. Motherfucker, what you say, Betty Crocker? While you're at it, shit. Does she actually? She doesn't really cook though. Wasn't she like ba- pastries? Yeah. Yeah, Betty Crocker was pastry. Okay. There's uh, Wolfgang. Uh, Puck. Oh, Emerald. Oh, yeah. Emerald Legacy. Bam! 
Yep, that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's, there's some some ones out there now. Action Bronson, I guess, is now a top chef. I don't think I've ever seen that show, but I have Vice, so I may go check it out to see if it's any good. I mean, who's he just goes around and that, eats other people's stuff. Who's that? Who's that guy that uh, hosts Chopped? Uh, Alton Brown. He's a comedian. No, no, not Alton Brown. He does Cutthroat Kitchen. Uh, and he's know. and he's a chef. Wait, is it? What the fuck is his name? The, guy, the host, Ted Allen. I think it says what his name is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Ted Allen. Yeah. Him, Amanda Freitag. You can name a whole bunch of chefs. Why not? Uh, I mean, that's what Roger was doing. Yeah. And he told me to stop. I didn't tell you. The word stop never came out of my mouth, sir. Oh, I Are you I done yet? Stop. Yeah. I didn't, it stopped. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Since <clears throat> when do you motherfuckers listen to me? Shit. <laughs> we listen to you alone. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, hold on. I see controversy. Hold on. He said I see controversy. Hold on. No, 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 no. It says in March of 2016, uh, the program board of George Washington University announced that Action Bronson would be head be the headlining performer for the university's yearly spring concert, The Spring Fling. Uh, controversy uh, soon erupted as Bronson's song, he's got a song called Consensual Rape, came to light. As well as statements Bronson made in the past concerning concerned uh, many people, including lyrics that were considered homophobic, transphobic, and misogynistic. Student activist groups successfully pushed for the university to cancel the performance. Uh, so in April of 2016, Bronson was similarly disinvited to Trinity College Spring Break Weekend Concert. Uh, Bronson responded in an open letter claiming that the songs depicted a story and aren't meant to be anything other than artistic expression, and he condemns all forms of sexual violence and offers an apology. All right, all right on to the next one. Um, that was the, that was the last one. one on this one, so... Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, comments on the, no comments on the controversy? I mean... <clears throat> nah... No, not for me. Be, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not gonna say yes or no on any of that. I mean, I don't even listen to Action Bronson. I don't wanna. I don't be doing that. I don't even that. think don't he's any. He's I don't even think he's even popped up on any of my playlists or recommended. Oh, he's def. He's definitely not popped up on any of mine. No. Uh, so I'm anyway, that song is not on there, yeah, right? <laughs> Double uh, XL's freshman list is known for its reputation for identifying and building hype around the next big names in hip hop slash R and B. Uh, as you can tell, this 2013 list is possibly the best example of this, as several of the names uh, on this list are now at the top of the industry. Artists such as Schoolboy Q, Logic, and Joey Badass are at the front of the 2016 and forward movement uh, and they're prime examples of how XXL is able to boost the career of up and coming artists uh, <sighs> I mean two out of the top three hip hop artists were from years before so I don't know how they yeah those guys are popular right now cool mm-hmm. But they're not the top of the like. I mean, 
Schoolboy Q ain't put something out in a while. How's he at the top still? I, I, hey, I don't know. But also, that did say 2016, though, when he was at Red Dot. Exactly. Right. Dang, a lot's changed in 10 years. Yeah. Well, nine years, I guess, technically, in this one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, any any last thoughts on the uh, 2013 class? Um, some good artists. Uh, overall, I mean, still not the best class. Out of the six classes that we've reviewed so far, uh, I'm going to go back and look. Um, I mean, 2010 was a stronger class. 2011 was a stronger class. 2012 was a stronger class. You know, um, hell, I can make the case. 2007 was a stronger class. You know, this this one wasn't like Travis Scott, you know, Action Bronson, Logic, Schoolboy Q, but I don't know. I just, there were just better artists that came beforehand, and there were better artists that came after, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think 2011 is probably the, the most stacked class. As of ones we've talked about or overall? Ones we've talked about. Okay. Because we still got 2014 coming. We still got... Uh, matter of fact, 2014 will be the very next the di- very next episode. Yeah. Um, in and, in uh, two weeks. Yep, two weeks. Uh, we got Chance the Rapper, Rich Homie Kwan, uh, Chad Nugazone, Isaiah Rashad, Ty Dolla Sign, Little Dirt, Kevin Gates, Troy Ave, Vic Mensa, John Connor, Little Bibby, uh, Jaron Benson, I'm sorry, Jaron Bentonton, and Will Smith's wiener cousin, August Alcina. Um, so it's going to be a pretty interesting uh, discussion. You call him a wiener cousin? <laughs> that shit caught me. <laughs> I heard that on Tosh. I heard that on Tosh.0. He called. He, he said something to the effect of Ray J and Reggie Bush were wiener cousins because they both fucked uh, Kim Kardashian. It's called Eskimo Brothers. Eskimo Brothers, wiener cousins, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Just keep his wife's name at your mother. Never mind. I ain't going to say it. I just, I've never heard of a, a wiener brothers. <laughs> like, that one just caught me so as far. Big, as big a fan of Tosh.0 as, as you are, you've never heard that before? I've not watched Tosh.0 in like nine years. It, I, just, I'm, I just catch I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure the joke took place about nine, ten years ago. I, I, I can't, I can't say that I've ever watched a, uh, a, uh, Tosh.0 episode. episode. Yeah. I, I watched that the first three seasons super hard. That was my shit for the longest time. The web redemptions. But as I was saying, it was also like the early days of like the early YouTube where shit was funny. Yeah. But anyway. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Double XL Freshman. We'll be back at you in two weeks with another uh another edition of this. Should be fun. Um this upcoming uh this upcoming Monday we are dropping episode three hundred 
Um, looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be episode 300. We're going to, it's a pretty much a sit down interview with our good friend, Damon Smith. And he, we're going to be discussing cover two sports. It's a venture of his, and we are you know looking forward to that conversation. Um, also something about sports is coming back this upcoming Thursday. I mean, it didn't really go anywhere, but now we're not, we're talking about a different discussion of the sports scandals. Um, that being said, anything you guys uh, want to say before we get out here tonight? As always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. Raj? Uh, and just, you know, shout out to our uh, our sponsors, Gear Anime and Audible. There you go. Uh, shout out to all of our friends and colleagues in this endeavor with us. Our good friend Sean Thompson at Thompson Personal Training, Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast, Andrew and Sean at the Warrior Workout Network, Ivan Montanez, twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon, all of, all of our friends over at These Ninjas Podcast, Sean Miller with Should I Watch That, Damon Smith with Cover Two Sports. Again, thank you guys. We should be over 25,000 uh, or, or are we right at it? I mean, we should be close if we're not already there. Somebody um, look that up real quick. Let me take a look real quick. Yeah, look that up real quick. Uh, we are we're, at, we're close we're 24 yeah. 8 24 8 okay 24,800 we just need two we just need 200 more downloads y'all help us out y'all get us through this that being said though which we know you guys will because you know we love you guys we appreciate you guys uh without you guys you know we wouldn't be able to talk about crazy shit like this we appreciate you guys and uh we'll catch you guys next time chip let's hit them with the outro Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel, subscribe, click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And once again, check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.